fine. All right, everyone. Um, this is Scott Shang. I'm here with uh, Sam Royer, and um, we are uh, we're going to use this as sort of the initial launch for the uh, the Facebook group for PassTheHelperAct.org Facebook group. And uh, Sam is really kind of the visionary that sort of started the Helper Act, uh, which is uh, which is in both the House and the Senate right now. And it's essentially a bill. Sam is a Marine veteran and um, he's very passionate about law enforcement, our first responders uh, and our teachers. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Helper Act and we're going to talk a little bit about what you can expect in this group. But our intention with this group is to be the communications hub for everything that's going on with the grassroots movement. Now, we've got some bigger organizations like AIM. I posted some love for the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts in the group. Um, they have a uh, political action committee and they're uh, working hard to push this out to the broker community. And uh, as we get more and more people on, um, and this isn't just for loan officers, Sam and I are in the mortgage industry. Um, this isn't just for real estate. Uh, this is for our community. This is for first responders. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons why we're doing this, Sam, is because there's a lot of folks out there. Um, that are using the Helper Act as a lead generation tool. Yeah. And um, we don't like that. There's going to be plenty of business. There's going to be plenty of business for everybody when this thing passes. Um, but this isn't a time to to this isn't a time to screw around with that kind of stuff right now. Yeah. Um, it's not a thing right now. It's a it's a movement and it's driven by people like you with their your passion and your heart. And um so let's uh, let why, why don't you kind of, um, you know, kind of start with with, uh, you know, where this came from, why, why, why you started it. And then uh, let's talk about the trip you just got. You just got back from in Washington. Well, you just I mean, you nailed it on the head, Scott. It's really, you know, I Marine veteran. I got a Marine flag back there. My actually Marine picture over there. And um you know, I served at a time when there was, there actually was war going on, but I never had to go anywhere that was super dangerous. I jokingly say the biggest danger I had is when I jumped off a cliff in Korea. Um, but the fact that, that I work with a lot of law enforcement officers and people that serve in our community, you know, those individuals know risk, as we talked about, yeah. right? They are risk takers. They go into situations that domestic, you know, anything you can think of, they're sitting there you know, putting their lives in line, running into fires when we're running out, you know, and now, you know, we talk about teachers, teachers, we're giving them, you know, I got my kids when they were little over here, you know, we give them um, our biggest prize possessions, right, and send them off to school. And it's like, those individuals should have a happy home life, they should have that home that they can call their own. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if they go home, and they don't have a, um, safe spot or a place that they can just hunker down and relax trust me kids you know i got five and they are now in their 20s but you know the teenage years it's tough you got to go home and depress so just thought the fact that i could buy a house where it's more affordable you know many military members i'm very honored to be a marine veteran all the service members are listening to this thank you for your service you know we have the benefit we've had the benefit since 1944 um, I know it's expanded over time, but the fact that we can do this and you have a police officer that's across from you that has a bulletproof vest on or a sidearm and, you know, a firefighter that smells like smoke. It's just time we, we got them a more affordable option. 
Let's um let's talk about that real quick. Um, just give us the the super high level view of of what this bill does, and then what I want to talk about because we get this question a lot. Um, why is it for the people that um, it's for? Right. Yeah. So it's for a certain demographic of uh, of first responders and teachers. So let's start with what is the bill? What does it do for them? Yeah, so basically you have a program that's out there that already HUD defines or FHA defines under the Good Neighbor Next Door program. The Good Neighbor Next Door program, you have all have probably heard what it is, but you've never used it, right? Because yeah. what it does is that police officers, firefighters, EMTs, paramedics, and teachers, they can go buy a HUD foreclosed home and it's like discounted by half off, right? Yeah. Now, most of the time, what happens is, is that those homes aren't in the most desirable areas. And if you probably look it up right now in Florida, there might be 20 available for yeah. the whole state of Florida, right? I, I just happen to be sitting in Florida right now. It's not nearly as accessible as it was meant to be. It's a beautiful looking thing, but it doesn't accomplish much goal. Right. You know, the right. End, end result of getting them into homes, right? So now... You know, you have those those groups. And if you know anything about Washington, which I'm learning as I'm going, anything that's already written, it's easier to get put on to a bill, right? If you're reclassifying or rebringing people together, it's a little bit more difficult. So we had to start somewhere because number one, look, it doesn't matter. This is not a Democrat. This is not an independent. This is not a Republican bill. This is an American bill. Right. And I know that sounds corny because some people are like, well, you know, one side, this side, this is people that you love. It doesn't matter what political party you're with. You probably know somebody that falls into one of these categories. Right. So here there are certain um, individuals that don't, you know, they want something to start small. So we started there. Right. I would love to get 911 operators. I absolutely believe those individuals, man, they sit in front of eight screens, man. red, yellow, and green, you know, is there signs as far as the calls they're on. And all and they, they ever hear is the worst of yeah. everything, right? All day long. Part. Sometimes yeah. they don't know the outcome. Yeah. They don't know if that child, well, a lot of times you can see it in a paper, but a lot of times they don't know what happened. Yeah. So think about going home and you're like, oh, I wonder what happened to that person that called and they were screaming, right? So then, you know, ER nurses or, or people in healthcare, right? But we had to start somewhere. So right okay. now, the group that we have under the Good Neighbor Next Door program, we just carbon copied it, just like we did with the VA stuff, right? So what this does, when this does pass, because it will pass, right, Scott? We're yes. power positive thinking. We have anything to do with, with it. Yeah. It will pass. It's just a straightforward FHA loan, right? And the only differences are, number one, they don't have to put the three and a half percent down. Okay. As long as you've served four years out of the last five years and you're a first time home buyer, right? Last Congress, we had it as a one time use. This Congress, we had to make it a first time home buyer program. That's why HUD and FHA have, have it in it. Like they're for this. It, it, at least they've worked with the chairman, Senate, um, the Senate banking chairman, Chairman Brown's office on crafting the new legislation, right? But we had to make it first time home buyers. Then yeah. as long as you work in your profession for four of the last five years, you then don't have to put any money down. You don't have a monthly mortgage insurance. Those two aspects right there give a more affordable option, just yeah. like with a VA loan. It's for one unit properties and everything else pretty much applies as far as FHA. Now, 
some people this is a great one this is a big one actually we've had offices so one of the offices we met with um this week they said this is a subsidy program this is you know you're taking money from one group to help the other group this loan an fha mortgage right even va it is a government-backed loan what that means is not the government's not shelling out money this is what's crazy to me scott this bill right we're not asking for money now there's an appropriation of about 1.5 million dollars to you and i that's like huge 1.5 million dollars right that's over seven years though yeah over and for the federal government 1.5 even in one year is nothing. <laughs> That's a toilet seat in the White House. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to, and most of that money, from what we know, it's for probably they have to hire two or three people. So we're actually creating yeah. jobs, right? But here, we're not asking the government to say, shell out money. So some people have compared this to the Florida Hometown Hero Program, right? Which now is expanding even. Well, the thing is, is that that's where Florida is taking money and actually dishing money out. This dishes zero dollars out. So if you're a conservative Republican out there, we're not asking the government to give money out. We're asking the government to ensure that if these individuals default, then just like an FHA loan, it's insured right well, now. Stop. Go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick because um, you have you have safeguards built into it. There is a higher upfront mortgage insurance premium, yep. probably about twice what it normally is, and that's that helps fill the fund. And the other thing is, a hundred percent financing loan is not unique to FHA. It uh, they already have a, the two hundred three H is the disaster relief program yep. for any federally declared disaster uh, relief. You've got one year that you can do zero down payment and reduced uh, docs. So this. It's this isn't a brand new concept for FHA, and there isn't a lot of risk. And you kind of mentioned the conservative Republicans, and you know, one of the things we want to be real careful about, we want to be real clear about in this community is I don't think anybody is against this bill for personal reasons. I think people have questions, and we yeah. want to be real careful. One of the rules for this group is don't harass representatives. We're here to educate them. Um, yeah. Now, when I say don't harass them, that doesn't mean we don't flood their office with phone calls asking politely to support the bill and we flood their email box and their mailbox with letters and ask yeah. them to support the bill. But there is no us and them. Like you said, this is an American bill. This is just to Amen. take care of of our first responders on the front line, um, that these are public servants. You know, you've said this before when we were talking, these folks don't get into these professions to get rich yeah. and they rarely do. If anything, I, I would argue that they're underpaid for the, the risk that they take in their, their jobs every single day. So let's, let's real quick, I, I'm going to use my own personal experience. Cause look, yes. I've had failures along this road. I've had successes along this road. So as an example, one U S Senator posted on Instagram or something about there is a major affordability issue, right? Well, this U S Senator happened to have family. That's a teacher and in law enforcement. Well, I got a little upset and I'm like, you're sitting here talking about it, but you're not joining the bill. So I cut and pasted the nice little, I actually it was Facebook. And I sent it to one of their staff members and I said, why are you talking about affordability, but you're not joining a bill about affordability, right? So that kind of raised some, um, you know, 
you're pretty aggressive marine type of thing. So <laughs> let's just say that's not the way to do it. But I also had a call with a congressman where on their Facebook, they just happened to be doing other stuff. But I just said, please support the Helper Act, right? And I put the website link. So then the link actually shows up, which the official link I know you have there. Yeah. You put the official link, right? Well, what that does, you're not being negative. You're just saying, please support. And then some people in that community will actually click on the link and see what it is. And that might engage some of the local community people that are looking at their local congressional page to say, what is this? Why aren't you supporting it? And guess what? That one congressman, their office called me and I had a, I actually had a call directly with the congressman, which was awesome. Wow. Now he didn't join the bill, but yeah, and he's a military member. So we need more people because look, you may you said a great word because actually yesterday that word came up. Uh, we don't like there's no safeguards, right? The FHA commissioner can jack the the upfront mortgage insurance premium way up, right? That's not a true statement. Actually, in the in the legislation, we had it last Congress at three point six percent to carbon copy what VA used to be. I know VA just lowered it, right? But they said the max we can go is three percent. Because in the federal legislation for FHA, it's written there somewhere. I had to actually look it up. Now, the FHA commissioner would have discretion to lower it. Sorry, we got a dog. Um, see, Layla is not happy that, you know, we're, we're not passed yet. But so the FHA commissioner can lower the premium, right? But they also have the discretion to raise it if needed. But again, talk about foreclosures, right, Scott? Why do foreclosures happen? We're never going to be able to control somebody's mismanagement of their own money. Right. But what, what happened in 2006 to eight? Massive fraud. Scott would call me. I make $20,000 a month. I'm like, okay, Scott, you have good credit. Congratulations. Here's a mortgage, right? Well, that's gone. Frank Dodd nixed all that stuff, right? Yep. But now you have employment. Employment really is a main factor. And look, I, I said this yesterday in a meeting. I said, if the senator and the, the pandemic was happening and the senator was at home, guess what? If he calls 911, guess who's coming to the house? A yeah. firefighter, a police officer. Now, teacher's not, but a teacher's still teaching virtually to the children, right? Yeah. So they're still working. They've still got their jobs. They're still paying their mortgage. Yeah. Um, so that that safeguard, I actually have to reach back out to that office for two reasons. One, they talked about the safeguard. And I wasn't, I actually, it was one of the better meetings where I was very crisp, but I didn't have like a sharp answer to that. The other thing, um, they brought up was the, um, you, you mentioned it and I'm sorry that it's slipping my mind safeguards. Oh, the subsidy. Yeah. This is a big one guys. And we're going to do some math on this. Scott and I, we're going to have some other team members help with this, but literally again, the FHA is not giving money, right? So the 3%, let's say the FHA commissioner says 3% is the amount, right? That money goes in a fund. Normal FHA loans, that money goes in a fund. Now, think about this too, Sky. I thought about this on my drive back from Washington last night. It, the FHA uh, monthly premium is 0.55. It used to be 0.85. So they just lowered it, right? So in theory, if you take what we're doing, we're just prepaying the mortgage insurance for basically right. the first three years up front. <laughs> so That's in right. theory, FHA is getting their money up front, kind of like I always use progressive. This is not an endorsement of progressive insurance, but if they would like to donate to the cause, by all means, please do it. But <laughs> insurance, right? If you pay it up front, they give you like 20% off, right? right? They'd rather have their money up front than have it come in monthly. 
Well, so, and that's available in the private mortgage insurance world with conventional yeah. loans. You can do and you can pay all of your mortgage insurance yeah. up front and then not have a monthly mortgage insurance. So none of this stuff is crazy out of the box thinking. It's There's just no rocket science. That's not rocket science. It's just kind yeah. of putting the pieces, putting the pieces together. Um, so let me talk about the meetings this week, right? So yeah, I was stuff. in Washington Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, right? So the meetings I had, they actually were, were pretty good. One was with J.D. Vance's office from Ohio, Republican member, Marine veteran, which I love because I love going in there and being able to talk like that. That office actually, the, the staffer was actually really cool, really just, you know, asked a lot of questions, um, believed that this would be something the boss might get behind. But at the end of the day, Ohioans, reach out, you know, write a letter, send, send an email, you know, be positive about the bill because the more they hear from Ohioans, which we have a lot of Ohio support already, but the more the better, right? Um, now I have to look up. We actually met with Senator Britt from Alabama. She's a new member. Um, she took over for Senator Shelby. I can't believe I know all these names, Scott. This is scary. I would have flunked this in high school if my teacher said, here, study all the senators' names. I would have never passed. But so anyway, so Senator Britt, super cool office, right? It was freaky for me though because I'm 40, I'll be 48 at the end of the month. The staffers were 24 and 25. Now, the cool thing was this was an Alabama senator. She had a girl that graduated from Tennessee and a guy that graduated from Georgia working on her staff. You talk about an SEC office, that was it, right? But again, the boss most likely would get behind something like this. Now, she's a freshman member of the Senate. So here, she needs to hear from the Alabama constituents, you know, send letters, send emails, you know, get involved. Now, interesting, I, I got to look at my Tuesday because I actually kind of like had a brain freeze. So fill in a blank here quick, Scott. Oh, sorry, I got it. Senator Kennedy from Louisiana. Senator Kennedy's office, the staffer was really awesome. Senator Kennedy actually has a really cool office, all kind of old school pictures from years of serving, right? Yeah. What I love about Senator Kennedy is that if you ever watch him on hearings, he's very much, he'll just ask questions as they fly, right? Yeah. And the guy, is, I just think he's really sharp, right? Now, Louisiana, right? You guys are all parishes uh, in Louisiana. So here, you know, he wants to hear from people in his constituency. We feel really good about him coming on board, but again, they want to hear from you. So Louisiana, right? Then um, yesterday, actually, or I'm sorry, Tuesday, we then, that was actually uh, Senator Britt, sorry. So that was Tuesday. And then Wednesday was super cool because I actually reached out, you know, my company is technically headquartered in Arkansas. So prior to us meeting, um, they actually, one office, Senator uh, Cotton's office said, no, straight up, no, they aren't going to support the bill. And I actually had to send a letter. Now, guys, I, we talked a little bit about being aggressive versus being professional, right? I happened to go for a ride along with the Little Rock Police Department. I had a picture of myself and three of the officers after the night was done, right? Now, these officers happened to be, one was 40 years old, been on the force for two years. The other two officers, one happened to be a, a National Guard, but she's only served four years. She's been a cop for two years. The other officer actually, again, in her 20s, both of them were in their 20s. Now, the interesting part is, and this 
personally doesn't matter, but optics are real. These three officers were all black Americans, right? So here I had this picture and I put in there in an email very professionally, listen, these three individuals are serving in our community and you notice they're wearing bulletproof vests. Well, I was wearing one too, because you have to when you do a ride along normally. I said, tomorrow they might not be here, but yet they can't buy houses affordably as I can. Can we meet? Well, they met with me, right? And they met with us. Now that was a no, but it was a no, but get me some more support. And a no, if Tim Scott joins the bill, then maybe we'll do it. Now that's where guys, it's a matter of now. And I said this directly to them. I said, so what will make, what will change your mind? And really politics is politics, but I am going to get everybody from Arkansas. I can to send letters, to send letters, to send letters galore, because at the end of the day, there's no reason they, they were the guide rails. Uh, there's not a lot of guide rails and they were the, this is a subsidy. And that's where we're going to put a video together about what a subsidy is versus what a subsidy isn't because this is not a subsidy program. Finally, I'll, I'll leave it with this. We then met with Senator Bozeman from Arkansas. The staffer there, amazing. He actually worked for the FDIC, so he understood banking. And he is like, I, I'm going to ask my boss to join this. He believes in it, right? Now, he still asked, if you get more support, let us know. But that, we, we had kind of a negative meeting and we had a really positive meeting. So it was a good ending to the day. And I got a tour of the FBI, which was super cool because I got to walk around and see the people that I don't care what the media says, FBI agents are absolutely some of the biggest community, I, I hate using the word heroes, but heroes that they will do things that some of us will never think of doing. And put all the media aside, guys, they truly do just serve because they love America. And I got to walk around and meet a lot of them. It was cool. And um, yeah, so that was it. That was my, and then I just drove home. That's why I don't drink, but. I look like I'm kind of tipsy right now. <laughs> hear that? That's called uh, spending four hours on the road or six no, hours on the road or three hours on the road. Yeah, 16 hours. 16 <laughs> hours on the road. Yeah. Okay. So we're going we're, we're going to post this. And so we started a Facebook group yesterday. Um, we're spreading the word. We're trying to get as many people involved. Like we said before, this isn't uh, a mortgage industry or a real estate industry. This is anybody who, uh, who, who is passionate, who cares about helping first responders and teachers be able to afford to live in the communities that they serve. That's the bottom line. So we have, it's an open group. Uh, we are going to monitor it. We do want to be civil, but this is a grassroots movement and this is a call yeah. to action. This is um, get out there, bring people in. We're going to put resources uh, at least once a week. Uh, Sam and I are probably going to do this conversation, talk about what he's done, but he's also going to be posting. You're going to see a lot of his videos from his phone um, and you're going to be back in Washington, not next week, but the week after, right? Yeah, two weeks. We're trying to meet with Senator um, Tim Scott. I have to actually send an email after this. We were fortunate enough. There's a sheriff there, Sheriff Leon Lott who's a very strong leader. We have the backing of the major county sheriff's association. So he, I've sent an email to him and he's going to try and schedule a meeting. We're hoping directly with the Senator, because if we get to talk directly with Senator Scott, you know, I believe that the message will come a little bit clearer, but South Carolina, 
if you're in South Carolina, send an email, talk, like be positive. Hey, is Senator joining a bill? Is the Senator joining a bill? And if you have knowledge of FHA, if you have knowledge, you know, share it with us because guess what? Scott and I, we look like we're brilliant men, but we can use all the help we can get. Cause like Scott said, you know, this truly is not about Sam Royer. It's not about Scott Chang. It's not about anybody because guess what guys, we're not senators and congressmen. We will be at the back of the, the, the room. If we're even invited to the room when they sign this in the law, but we will be able to go out and say, thank you. We'll be able to look these individuals in the eyes and we'll be able to say, we fought for you. Absolutely. And um, so if, and again, this is, this is your senators and this is your, your, your federal level house of representatives and your senators. So if anybody has any contacts out there, um, contact Sam, you can, you can, uh, you know, uh, connect with Sam on the Facebook group. You can connect with me. Um, we're going to have George and, uh, Wesley from, uh, Commonwealth strategic partners, uh, who's Sam's childhood friend, who is a small, um, maybe five or six people, uh, um, lobbying group in Washington, D.C., and, and, and George and his team um, have really spearheaded a lot of this communication in these meetings. Um, we can help connect you with your with your senators and your and your representatives. Uh, we can help you get their information. We have a, a download in the files section on the on the Facebook community. It's a two page download, gives an overview of the bill, gives links to all the bills, links to a cool video that uh, uh, uh uh, uh, let's see, Representative Rutherford and uh, Senator uh, Rubio uh, created that we we put together that you can share. And um, and we've got a letter template that was created by George's office that you can use to email um, or call or or mail uh, to to your representative. So um, and Scott, I didn't tell you this, but I actually so as I, I work more in Little Rock, you know, I actually did a, a video that uh, a buddy of mine made it now it's a little bit long but i don't mind posting it now it's going to say arkansas realtors but this is something you can do i didn't use it to try and get business i did have one person reach out to me and they're like you didn't have an opt-out you know but i'm trying to get as much support as i can from people to get this bill done everybody is because at the end of the day i say that word so many so much but you literally <laughs> you literally VA has been around a long time. You know, FHA has been around a long time. This is something that will change the country. And look, we wanted to expand it. The one gentleman yesterday said, why don't we just do it for everybody? Okay, down the road maybe. But right now, let's make it work. You know, let's let's make it, knock it out of the park where HUD's like, whoa, this thing really, really helped us actually. Well, um, VA loans actually have the lowest default rate of yeah. any loan program uh, out there. Fannie, Freddie, FHA, USDA, VA has the lowest default rate and it's a zero down payment. So yeah. there is a way to responsibly do this so that it doesn't uh, burden taxpayers. Uh, again, it's not a subsidy. We're not paying for anything. Um, all we're doing is we're insuring against default and nobody wants to create an environment or a situation where anybody ever has to default. So if that happens, it's an act of God or an act of economy or who knows, it's probably outside of our control. But um, not for helper though. That's the thing. Even the economy, cops are still going to have jobs. Right. Firefighters are still going to have jobs. And look, guys, 
Like if you do the math on this, I think it was a, around $200,000. It's like an 80 to $90 a month difference in payment. And, you know, when you sit there and say, look, the federal government's going to give an FHA loan. Payment's a thousand bucks. We're saying the payment's going to be nine, 10, nine, 20. And you're saying you'd rather give them a thousand bucks. Yeah. That reduces the, the chances of default, yeah, like, <laughs> I would think. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, quite frankly, having that down payment, um, that down payment money and closing costs is one of the biggest hurdles for first time buyers. And, uh, yeah. you know, we never want to lead with this, but, but being in the mortgage and real estate industry, um, this is going, you know, this is this is going to help a lot of people. It's going to bring business to a lot of people. So it makes sense if you're a mortgage person, take this to all your realtors, your local association of realtors. Let them know that they can get involved, get into their communities. Um, everybody's slow right now, so we have plenty of time to knocking on doors, shake hands, and kiss babies. And let's talk about something that is going to help the community and just wait for the economy to work itself out. But in the meantime, let's see what we can do to create some good. So here's the other thing. One last thing, yep. Scott, real quick. Yep. So basically, you know, it's going to be an election time. So don't be scared to ask your congressman or senator, why not? That's because right. What they need. We have teachers, firefighters, and police officers agreeing on a bill for all of them, right? A lot of times you don't have that. Sometimes firefighters and police officers go against each other. We have them agreeing. So go out and you know what? Hold a rally. Have more people or have that invite that congressman or senator out to it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, well, we're at the we're at the end of June here, but it's home ownership month. It's a great opportunity yeah. to reach out your representatives and do a little rally. And um, yeah, you said something that's really important that I almost forgot about. Uh 2024 is election year. So your representatives want to test the pulse of their constituency to see if they have a job come January, 2025. So yeah. uh, let's make sure that they know um, what we're, what, what we think is important and what things that we think um, that's the whole point of a representative government. Let them know what you're passionate about and what, how you want to be represented, represented in Washington. I'll, I'll give a quick plug that one Senator, which I did not name on here that is not on the bill now has a sheriff running against them. <laughs> and let's okay. just say that sheriff's probably gonna dominate. And look, obviously that sheriff's all about this because he knows- What state that. are we talking about here? I don't wanna name it. Come on, let people guess. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay, but, yeah, I, no, that's that's good. We Listen, we don't wanna call people out, but we wanna support the representatives yeah. that represent our are what what we want as a as as a society as Americans. Yep. And, and that's what this entire thing is about. And moving so, forward, we'll probably thank them. Like when we get somebody put on, we'll put up a little thing saying, "Hey, thank you, Representative Jones from Idaho." Let's say, right? And, yeah, then, and look, guys, people, representatives' offices will see this Facebook group. So we also, like Scott said in the beginning, don't be the car salesman person because at they will look and say, oh, they're just using it to try and get more stuff. That's yeah. not what this is. The way I like to say it is don't talk about this bill with commission breath. 
Yeah. <laughs> Lead with your heart and uh, and then everything else will fall into place at the end of the day, as Sam yeah. says. Yeah, <laughs> now, that's 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 awesome, Sam. So, um, yeah, so this is our introduction. This is kind of our first launch. Um, please share this, share this group, invite anybody into this group. Um, as long as everybody behaves and everybody's supportive and everybody's civil, uh, we're going to let them in there. And, um, and this is going to be the communication hub for the grassroots movement for this bill. Um, we don't have any official fundraising um, arm of this. This is all, this is literally Sam depleting his savings account, driving around, talking to people. So if you do have um, access to um, any sort of source of funds or somebody that wants to support this financially, we can use that to promote this group on Facebook. Uh, we can use it to help pay, you know, George's office to do his advocacy um, and we can use it in a lot of different ways. So just reach out to us. Um, yeah. Hopefully you just see we're just normal people that really care about this thing a lot. Um, and it's going to take a village and it's going to take a community. And hopefully you join our community and uh, and you join this fight with us. So thanks, everybody, yeah. for watching this. We're going to keep you updated on a very regular basis. Sam's going to be dropping in uh, from his cell phone from Washington. And every time he has an update, he's going to drop it in this group. So you're always going to know what's going on. And, um, and reach out to us if you have any questions at all. So thanks, everybody. Thank yeah, you, thank Sam. You and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.